hello. Welcome back to another episode of Your Anonymous Journal. So I took off last week basically because I was in Denver and Denver was super fun and we were not supposed to have really good weather, but we were able to luck out somehow, which was awesome and be able to go on hikes and go downtown and do all of the fun things. It was, it's always super energetically invigorating out there just because I swear to God with the mountains, like you're not believing that it's real. You're like, this just can't be real, you know, and it's like snow-capped mountains super far away and you're just like, holy shit, this is like so amazing. And it's really refreshing because we actually went on a hike the second or third day we were there And when you go on a hike, typically there, you more likely than not are losing your service when you're out there. And so it was really refreshing to just be forced to be off my phone. And it's so funny because I like recorded a small snippet of our hike and then I was like trying to like get it to load to Instagram. And then I thought about it and I was like, why the fuck am I trying to get this to load to Instagram so bad? Like it doesn't matter. Why do people need to know right now that I'm out here doing this, whatever. And so it just made me realize that I'm far addicted to my phone. And then sometimes I'm like, I can't believe that my whole job basically revolves around being on my computer or staring at a screen or being on my phone and the ability to be able to access that at any point of the te- at any point of day or at any time is, it kind of makes you sit back and think for a second and you're just like, holy shit, my God. So anyways, we're back, and if you haven't listened to the episode that was put out last Monday, then I highly suggest going and listening to it. My good friend Jerrica, we met online, she is on the podcast, she talks about how she was in the music industry, and she changed careers to being an entrepreneur, and just losing herself within the process, getting out of a toxic relationship that she was in, finding herself having to basically find the courage to be like, I have it within myself to be able to do what I need to do and refine my purpose and do all the things. And so it's really just an awesome episode. So if you haven't listened to that one yet, go and listen to that one and let's get into it. So something that I also want to bring up is what my mental health was like the day that I was coming home from Denver and having to fly back to Philly because it was probably top, if not top two or three worst mental health days of my entire life of having severe anxiety. I must have had a panic attack from 9.30 a.m. Central Time, so whatever that is, to 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I mean, I was in full-fledged panic attack. It was long security lines, sensory overload with people, babies crying, couples fighting, people screaming, people running into you. It's like a sober fucking bar, I swear to God. And I just was not having it. All the way to getting onto a flight, feeling claustrophobic. We couldn't land in Philly the first time because there was a storm, so it was turbulent and I was nauseous and having to land right out in Newark, New Jersey, and then having to retry to land in Philly. It was just horrible. And I just realized that there are 
so many times where I just have this moment of feeling unsafe or I don't really know where it's coming from and I start to overthink it or if I am feeling a little bit energetically off, then I start to overthink the whole thing. I put myself into a panic attack. It's this whole thing. I feel nauseous. I can't breathe. I don't want to eat. It's just horrible. And so something that I did a few weeks ago, and it's funny because I was trying to like go through all these questions in my head when I was flying home from Denver and it just wasn't working. Like that's just how out of whack my nervous system was. However, I did want to make an episode on these questions that I made. And these are questions that I created during another time, I think like a month ago, where I had again started to get myself into a panic attack because I was feeling overwhelmed, unsafe, the whole thing. And so I was like, okay, I need to come up with a set of questions that I can run myself through. And if I am, if I have a positive response to these questions, then I am okay. I feel safe. I'm in a good space. I'm okay. And so I wanted to make an episode sharing these questions that I had wrote because if you're an overthinker like me or if you have anxiety or if you're always on high alert or if you feel like you're always in fight or flight or you just never feel like you can calm the fuck down, these questions, when I go through them, really do help me kind of level myself out. So I hope that maybe they can either inspire you to make your own set of questions that can help you ground yourself when you're feeling super energetically out of whack or you can take them for yourself because you like the questions so much and use them whenever you need them. So I'm just going to kind of explain why these are the questions that I have. There's four of them and I think it's because these are the four things that if I'm feeling off about these topics then I the whole thing goes out of like it just like I just lose my shit. So without further ado, I'm just going to go through these questions and hopefully you relate to them. I also want to mention that I was just having a conversation this morning with my one friend about how healing your anxiety and being able to bring yourself back from like a panic attack or an anxiety attack or whatever it is, a lot of it has to do with becoming self-aware about what your triggers are. And once you can be aware of that, because when you have anxiety and when you have panic attacks, you in the beginning, when they're first ever happening to you, you're like, this just happens out of nowhere. I have no idea why. Why does this keep happening? This could show up a bit, show up at any moment. And then unfortunately, as it starts to kind of happen every now and again, you can start to notice the trends of what's bringing on these panic attacks and having anxiety and all of the things. So what I've noticed are my triggers, which is what I was talking about this morning with my friend, are if I'm in a space with a lot of people, so airports, um, movie theaters, busy restaurants, or if I'm in just like tight quarters with people such as airplanes. And it's so funny because this stuff like never used to bother me. And I always think back and I'm like, how the fuck did I used to go out to bars and be like suffocated and sweated on by a bunch of people? Or how did I used to go to concerts or all of the things, you know, like how did I used to do that? Like, I think it's just so crazy to me. And I never used to have flight 
or flying anxiety, but I think it's just like being in close quarters. Like the act of flying doesn't freak me out. Just being sort of claustrophobic totally freaks me out. So if anybody has any tips for that, just let me know. Hit a girl up. So yeah, so I've noticed that those are my triggers. Another one is financials. If you know, like for example, I have to get my car maintenance right now. We always hate when an oil change or a light goes on or whatever it is or something that's just like so unexpected happening where you're like, fuck, I did not plan for that to have to pay for that this month. But here we go. Now I have to. That sort of puts me into a frenzy, kind of has me spiral a little bit. And I've personally gotten a lot better at not letting that totally ruin my day. Like it used to be like if something came up or whatever it was, I would, and like financially, I get a little bit stressed out, then I get a lot of bit stressed out. Like I go from zero to 100. And so I've been really working on getting better at not letting that put me in a frenzy because that can literally trigger a panic attack for me immediately. And so, yeah. And so then the next one is obviously I'm an overthinker. I have an anxious attachment style which is something I totally want to make another episode on. And so overthinking my relationships with people or thinking that I did something wrong or thinking that someone's just going to be like, I don't want to be in your life anymore. I'm going to leave all of those things. So that's another one. And then just really, you know, going in, sometimes I'll go into like a dark place, like last Friday when I, so two days after I got home from my trip I had a really dark moment and it was honestly really scary. And so I think that sometimes I lose that self-trust and belief in myself. And the moment that I let that go and forget that I am in control and that I am organized and I have my shit together for the most part and that I can do and pull myself out of tough situations I think that if I even kind of forget that in the slightest I start to doubt myself all the negative thoughts start flowing in and so those are the things that that I've noticed really can put me into a panic attack and so these are the questions that I have that I'm gonna run through with you guys so the first question that, and these are things that I'm just going to run myself through anytime something happens. So for example, if I start to feel myself going into a panic attack or going down on my ladder, which is a an analogy or an image that my therapist and I would use, I think a lot of therapists use this, which is like the top of the ladder is you feeling safe. You start to go down your ladder, you go into fight mode or flight mode or whatever it is and then you go down to the bottom if you can't get yourself out in time and then you just go into straight freeze so as soon as i start to feel myself going down on the ladder these are the questions that i ask myself the first one is are you in a safe space and chances are i am uh i am typically home i'm typically at the gym with people that i see all the time Or if I'm going out to eat, I'm simply going out to breakfast. Or if I'm in a movie theater or if I'm at the mall or if I'm going out to eat with friends, whatever it is, typically I am in a safe space. Nothing is wrong. Nothing is going on. Nothing immediate is happening. No one's losing their shit. It's all okay. And I'm with people that make me feel safe. So I think sometimes... And I'm not really sure where this trigger does come from a lot, but 
I can start to feel really unsafe in specific environments or sometimes it happens out of nowhere. But I think what I have to ask myself is like, are you in a safe space? Are you with people that care about you? Are you in a place that you go to regularly where things have always been okay? And typically when I can ask myself those questions, the answer is yes, I'm in a safe space. And so that helps me a lot because I'm like, you are in a place that you're comfortable in, you're familiar with it, you're either with people that you know, whatever it is, it's all good. The second question that I ask myself is, is anything financially critical? And typically the answer is no. There is nothing that's financially critical. I do not have $1,000 that I need to be paying literally today or tomorrow. And if I needed to, I would be okay. I have the money to pay that. And everything is paid up on my bills, my credit card, my rent. Nobody's chasing me for money. It's okay. Because sometimes when, again, like I said, when unexpected payments or things pop up that you need to pay for, I think we can put ourselves and I'm not speaking, I don't want to speak for everybody, but for me, I tend to think that if I need to pay $500 towards my car that I didn't expect, that that means I'm literally about to run out of money. And that's not the case. And so I'm not really sure where that thought, well, I do know where that thought process comes from, but I think that I tend to go back into those like negative habits and thought processes that I used to have. So I need to kind of bring myself back and say, okay, nothing is financially critical. I'm all paid up. Everything's okay. You're not going to go broke tomorrow. You're not going to go broke a month from now, two months from now, whatever. So that helps me a lot as well. And something else that also helps is that let's just say, for example, that I was financially not in a great place. We all have control over what we got to do if shit ever got really bad. I could go get a bartending job. I could go waitress. I could babysit. I could dog walk. There are things I could Uber. There are so many things that we can do if shit for some reason ever did hit the fan financially. And I think that also helps bring me back to like, okay, you're good. The third question is, do you have support people slash people who care about you in your corner? And I'm not saying that these need to be people that understand what a panic attack is. They don't need to understand what PTSD is or depression or intrusive thoughts and things like that. But do you have someone that you could literally just shoot a text to, to say, hey, I'm not doing so well. Can you give me a call when you have a chance? Or can you just text me for a little bit or whatever it is? And, you know, I highly recommend, I didn't, I feel like for the longest time, other than, you know, my family and my best friend, for the longest time, I felt like I didn't have anybody. And a lot of that had to do with the fact that I didn't allow people to want to care about me or support me because I wanted to have that hyper-independence. I didn't want people to have to care about me because I know, at least in my head, I was like, everybody else has their own shit. They don't have time for me. And that's just simply not the case. So I think that what I've gotten a lot better at doing is being able to explain to the people that I care about, that I know care about me, hey, this is what can happen to me sometimes. This is what a panic attack feels like. If this happens and I call you, I just need you to have a conversation with me or whatever it is. And so I've really built a strong core group of people that understand or can try to understand what I'm going through and can help And one, just knowing that people know that helps so much. 
And then being able to tell them like, hey, these are the things that I would love or would really appreciate for you to be able to do for me if I am in a a bad place or a dark place or if I have anxiety right now. Like, this is what I need from you to help me do. And that's helped so much. The last question is, have you ever let anything bad happen to you before? Like, have you ever personally done something that has, like, habitually where shit's just hit the fan? And for me, no. Like, every time there's been a dark moment or every time I'm in a really bad place or any time something's going on that isn't so great, I've always, always, always pulled myself out of a situation. And for that, I mean, there's so much self-trust and self-belief that comes with that. And so remembering like, hey, remember when this happened or remember when that happened and remember that you fucking got through that and remember that you did this for yourself, even if it took you a year to come back from that, even if it took you six months, two months, whatever, you pulled yourself out of that hole and you did that yourself. And if you did it those times or if you did it that one time, you can do that over and over and over again. And so having that reminder that you can pull yourself out of dark places, you have control over your life, you have never let anything bad happen to you. Maybe bad things have happened to you, but you've been able to get yourself out of that. You've been able to pull yourself out of a dark place. And for that, you should be proud because it's not easy to do, but we always do it when we need to, always, even if it takes a little bit of time. And so those are the questions that I ask myself and truly it's helped me so much because when, and I was having this conversation with my friend as well, when we start, when we're in a safe space, when when we're in like safe versions of ourselves, we can tell ourselves this all the time. We're like, okay, it's easy for us to tell ourselves, oh, we have this one person we could always talk to if something, if we're in a dark place or have I ever let myself down? No. Is anything financially critical? No. Am I in a safe space right now? Yes. But as soon as mental health starts to creep in to your brain, all those things go out the window. You can no longer think that you're in a safe space or that things aren't financially critical, like, or that things are. And it's crazy because everything that you once that you had believed literally yesterday about how everything's fine and good it just washes away. You no longer believe that when you start to feel anxious or you're overthinking or you go into a panic attack and your mind literally tricks you, basically fucking lies to you and tells you, no, shit's horrible. This is all we can focus on right now. This is life or death. And it makes you freak the fuck out. And so that's what happens to me. And unfortunately, there are times, and I'm still working on this, even though I got out of therapy, which I still think about a lot. I'm like, okay, you got out of therapy, but for what? You still have anxiety. But I think that it's something that we just need to really, really take the time and practice when shit starts to go downhill that we're okay. We can, you know, we're safe. Everything's fine. And really try to teach ourselves, you know, how to ground ourselves in those moments that get tough. And again, those questions that I wrote down, those pertain to my specific situations because those are really the triggers that happen to me or the triggers that push me in a dark place. So 
whatever questions work for you, I think that it would be super wise to be able to write those down and have them posted, noted to your laptop or your desk or your bathroom mirror so that when you do start to freak out or whatever's going on mentally, if you're having a bad day, you can go and read those and remind yourself, it's all okay. It'll be okay. You know, I got this. So that's all that I got for today. Um, I feel like today was really just a bunch of ramble, but I really did want to make an episode talking about these questions that I wrote because I think that it's super important to be able to have little reminders for ourselves because even a bad day doesn't last forever. A bad situation doesn't last forever. And at the end of the day, we are in control. And I think we need to remember that. So start with these questions. And as always, I hope that you have a really good rest of your week. I'm happy to be back. I'm excited to get into more interviews and I will talk to you soon.